welcome to the Trail Island Podcast. Yes. Wait, that's Bane. Wait, Bane. That, that was Bane mixed with a bit of Sean Connery, that I think. That was, yeah. Yeah, brother. Something like that. What? Something like that? <laughs> the fire. Wow, that was really good. Oh, wow. Good stuff. Steve. Uh, I'm out of the podcast right, Alex. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I, ladies and gentlemen, we got Venom in the studio with us. Well, on the island with us today. That was I like ice cream. <laughs> that is amazing! Wow. All right. Well, we know what Steve's doing for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Resting his throat. We're, you <laughs> today might... we're doing sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Trailer Island Podcast. We compare films and their trailers. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? Thank you for joining us this week and having a listen. I'm Alex, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Steve and Steve, that was a mate. I'm really impressed with that that impersonation. That's fair. That's, that's that fair. is. I mean, you may need to see a doctor after that because. <laughs> well, I was just trying to do my Sean Connery as well. <laughs> yeah. Is that him post death? Yes, that's oh, exactly yes. right. Oh, oh, oh dear. That's well. Dark. I mean, I'm in like a Tim Burton kind of way, like a Beetlejuice kind of way, I guess. Ah, I understand. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> well, we've, you know. I'm feeling a little marvelled out, boys. Mm, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. And 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 this film didn't really. I mean, look, I I think I will come to its defence in certain points. Mm. I, I think, yeah, I think there's really not much. Strangely, not much to say in way of intro for this film because that's kind of how I feel about the film in general. That there's there's just not much to it. So. Well, yeah, should, who, who who would like to introduce this? Film? I'll, I'll do it. Sure, Steve, I'll do go it. ahead. Uh, this week we're doing Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Lady, we should be out there snacking on bad guys. I am a predator. I need to be free. You have got to get control of your aggression, or you will get hauled off into Area 51. You live in my body, you live by my rules. I'm sorry! I don't know what came over me, please. Let me fix it. So I can fix it again! You are a loser. Eddie Brock, I want to give you my story. People love serial killers. Please, why me? What's mine is yours. And what's yours is mine. I have tasted blood before, and that is not it. All I ever wanted in this world is carnage. Like home to me. 
like family. Oh, wow. You could just say, I'm happy for you. That was going to be us. I am happy for you. No! God, I'm so sorry. Not sorry! This dude needs some serious couples counseling. I'm just going to say off the bat, I think that trailer has more emotional resonance than the final film. I don't think the final film was trying to have any emotional resonance yeah, but at all. That, that has a sense, well, by emotional resonance, it's got a sense of like um, epicness to it, that trailer. I mean, obviously the song choice helps a little bit in the way they've mixed it. But I, I felt like that lands better than any moments in the final film, which felt a bit wishy-washy. Uh, I think, I'm a bit disappointed the um, trailer doesn't really sort of touch on the theme of homosexuality. That's present in this film. I don't uh, know where that's going. Sorry, bisexuality. Okay, I please still don't elaborate. Know where that's going. Well, um, Venom is obviously the the partner to Eddie Brock, <laughs> uh, and then Eddie's a little bit ashamed of this part of himself, um, and 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 Venom is obviously a little more. He feels isolated. He feels you know, sort of. Secretive, it feels like he's been put in the closet, and he wants Eddie to just be loud and proud about who he is and and the partner he has. I, um, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I really I do. I don't know if it's about sexuality. I, th- yeah. I think Eddie's this also is- coming to terms with his his heterosexuality and in, in, in his relationship with Annie. He's trying to sort of move past that and you know start anew with. Is his new identity? I think this was just Andy Serkis wanting to make a movie with CGI monsters, wasn't it? Oh wow, I really got something different out of it. <laughs> you really? I did. I did not read into yeah. that. No. Now, on that note, you yes. mentioned Andy Serkis. When I when the credits rolled and it said directed by Andy Serkis, I was like, which bit? Yeah. Like like All of it. Yeah. This 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 feels like it was made by the studio and they just strapped his name on. I don't think that there was any sort of uniqueness apart from like the conversation. The stuff I really liked in this movie was when Eddie and Venom were hanging out together and just doing their own thing and talking to each other. And I would watch a whole movie of that. I would. And if this film was a buddy cop drama, <laughs> uh, I think it would have maybe been a bit better than... I don't want to say convoluted plot because I understood what was going on. It's a pretty basic plot, yeah. But... I do think the villains slowed down this movie. I think that the only antagonist you need is the him struggling with, with having Venom around. I don't mind the carnage being there because carnage provides a nice little uh, traditional Christian foil for this bi- bisexuality plot. Where is this coming from? What are you? <laughs> I mean, you I know, know you, carnage gets married in a, in a church at the end of the film with, with a priest. There's, there's, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of subtext. Right, in this I think film. I, I think, think we should really we need to dissect wow. this because I think Steve is alluding to them being more. Have, depth you, not, have than, you not picked up on this? This is no. I, I mean, obviously, there's there's the idea of having you know different sides of personalities in there. Of course, there is like um a good. But I read it as like a good and bad side. No, this is this is a deconstruction it. of uh, the typical Christian values. Oh my lord! All right, well, well, well apparently yes. Strap in, everyone. Wow. Well, I, Okay, <laughs> this is clearly Steve's hour. Go go back and what, rewatch this film. Oh, I'd rather it's, it's not. A very deep yeah. film, is it? Yeah, no, does it, it fleshes out more themes than the original, which uh, I really enjoyed. The original Venom, I really did. Well, I haven't seen the original. I didn't. Oh. I didn't see the first one that sets a lot of this up. So I had a lot of questions. <laughs> like, yeah, you would have. Like, actually. like, like, um, is is Venom invisible to yes. people? Wait, is he? 
uh, in certain, some circumstances where like, he's sort of talking to Eddie inside of his head. But, like, he pops out and does stuff, but yeah. people just kind of don't see it? Or uh, or is it like a visual representation of him talking to him? Or uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. There are circumstances where Venom is very much a, a physical presence um, uh, trying to exert himself into Eddie's life hmm. and, and Eddie really doesn't want any part of that. And yeah, then no, there's other that. points where where Venom is the uh, the voice in his head. Okay. Mm. Well, that's cool. That's nice. <laughs> I honestly don't know where to go from here. I'm wow. not going to lie well, to well, you. Let's, let's, okay, um, let's look at the plot, all right? Yeah, so, yeah let's, let's do the plot. Okay. So this picks up, a, I want to say, maybe not too long after the first film. Uh, there's a mid credit scene in the first film where Eddie Brock goes to Visit Cletus Cassidy, and so we don't. So we only. So he's not in the first film aside from a post-credit scene. Yeah, and he's got this really weird haircut. In that, yeah, why that did they movie. change the hair? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think it's, they, it, they seem pretty committed to it in the first pe- film. People, people made fun of it. And, uh, okay, and it came out. Cletus is in this film, and he is played by Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yeah. and he is the main antagonist. He is the That's bad right. guy, and he gets he turns into Carnage, who mm-hmm. is traditionally one of the main villains in this universe yeah. of, of Venom. Perhaps yeah. maybe he's a, he's, a, he's a major Spider-Man vi- uh, uh, villain. Yes. Okay. Go uh, on. I don't. I think. I think. Yeah. Venom and Carnage don't get along. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Cletus Cassidy wants Eddie Brock to tell his side of the story because he's a serial killer. He's a serial guy. killer in prison. Um, while he's there, Eddie sort of picks up some some clues, and you know they're able to find more victims of Cletus Cassidy, and he gets sentenced to the chair this time. Now, Eddie is a journalist. Yes, I am basing all of my knowledge of. Eddie Brock on Spider-Man 3 okay, yeah. with <laughs> yeah. um, Topher Grace yeah. and the beautiful Tobey Maguire. And in a film which I actually quite like. There's but- a really silly montage in, in Venom where... Um, the first Venom? Yeah, where the director's trying to set up that, you know, Eddie Brock's this, this really established journalist and it's basically just him. But, like, Eddie Brock shots in, like, War-torn Darfur where he's got like a notepad in front of him and that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his form of journalism. That's, yeah, that's that's the montage. It's it's, it's very hammy and very oh, cliche. Okay. I don't know. I, I like the first one. I like the first one yeah, as well. And I like this one as well. Um, Riz Ahmed is the villain in the first one. He's very good. So <laughs> they're in the prison yep. and Eddie Brock's giving him an interview. Yeah, it gets a little too close. Cletus Cassidy takes a bite out of Eddie and... Um, Managed us to get a little bit of the, the symbiote venom into into his self, and it starts to mutate. How does that fit into your themes that you're saying this film is about? Is that is that metaphorically relevant, or is uh, that just a plot device? That's a plot device. That's a plot device. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. then he goes to the chair and he gets he gets injected with death syrup, mm-hmm. and that obviously triggers something of a defense mechanism in the symbiote yeah, in him. It becomes carnage, and it becomes carnage. And uh, cue some little. Adventures with with Carnage trying to find his old girlfriend, um, and then there's a little side plot here of played by Money Penny, played, played, by, played by Money Naomi Penny. Harris. Yes. yes. Uh, then there's a little side side plot here of of Eddie Brock trying to get rid of Venom because they're they're sick of being together. They're sick of spe- like spending all their time together. Well, so Eddie sort of break of... up there for a little bit. Yep. Um, and then they eventually get them back together because. I enjoy they're, they're the relationship between Venom and, and um, Eddie Brock. I enjoy Their dialogue was the strongest part of the film, as mm. we've already kind of touched I, I on. I agree, I agree. My, my question there, and I know we're still sort of going through the plot, but just as a little aside, 
my understanding from the first film is that once Venom had chosen Eddie, they were stuck forever. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't get along, why has Venom only now decided, you know what, Eddie's not for me, I'm going to go and, t- and attach myself to all these other random people? Well, I think the story is there that he learns that he can't be away from him. He oh, can't. that's a good point. Okay. <clears throat> they, it sort of it gets, as the film goes on, when he's not been part of him for a while, is that he can't survive. Yeah. Okay. So their symbiotic relationship must continue. Okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> what I, I did laugh in hindsight, and they don't really touch on it whatsoever, but there is a point where Venom sort of leaves Eddie and starts attaching to other people. And because people can't really handle Venom, yeah. Venom has to jump from p- person to person to person. Each of those people die. Yeah, I thought that was really heavy. Yeah, I mean, and they, I, I they sort of gloss over it as like they this, do. Oh, this yeah. is hilarious. One of them was quite gruesome. Like the guy throws up and dies, and yeah. then the line is saying like, "Oh, another one bites the dust." No, no, you've just killed him, yeah. and I'm meant to relate to you as an anti-hero. Yeah. You've killed an innocent person at the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's that's the problem that I've always got. Like with in these films where they. The bad guys, not so much. Like, I understand bad guys killing just normal people, like security guards and oh, stuff. Sure, like, yeah. They're just like they're just rocking up to their day job. Yeah. Like I had a big problem in Black Widow when they do the escape out of the Russian prison, and they're just like shooting all the guards, and yeah. like they just want to get one person yeah. out. It's like you don't need to kill all <laughs> the people just rocking up to their day job. Like it's just a prison. It's not an illegal prison. Like it's literally just that they're, just, they're doing their job for just, the, for their government and their country. Yeah, like as required as part of their contract. Like no need to you know ruthlessly kill them off. Like just mm. just extract a person in a better way. I mean, ultimately, Austin Powers, you know, touched on that so well in his in those films. <laughs> Every time a henchman dies, you know, you cut to the family or the aftermath of that death, which is always quite funny. Yeah, there's a supporting um, character, Mrs. Chen. Who runs the convenience store? She I was, like her. She was set up in the first film as well, mm-hmm. Alex. Mm-hmm. In this movie, she is the last person to sort of take on Venom before he goes back to Eddie Brock. Mrs. Chen's probably dead. I was gonna say, does she die? We don't see it happen. No, but but but, but we see um, his girlfriend take t- on. Take on. Yeah, she's done Venom. that before. She oh, did that in the, first, in the first movie as oh, well. Okay. But uh, see, they they they're not setting strong rules that no. the audience can follow. No, there's no kind of like the, you know if he's in this this random person for five minutes he throws up and dies. But if he's in his ex, did, well, they, they weren't ever married. So ex girlfriend, she can take that and communicate yeah. and be fine yeah. and never. I, this no. is why I well, like this film because it's silly. It's, it's just oh, silly. okay, 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 okay. So they they set up the it's the first half hour of this film, which was a long setup, is mm. all about setting up this Cletus guy and um, Shriek. Yeah, yes. is that is that her name? Yeah. So and funnily enough, her superpower is making super loud noises. So original, which is obviously the. Uh, 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 the Achilles heel of the symbiote, which I like. I like that they've put that together for this for this film. I I don't know that she needed to be in it. No, like, they never really. It's never really yeah. explored. It's ultimately we're left with a film that I, I suppose um, your point aside, Steve. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if you'll allow me, it's about relationships as well. Yeah. And we're in a we we have a film where we've got two different relationships that are very strong, or at least they could have been stronger, which is Venom, Eddie, and Eddie, and what's his ex-girlfriend's wife? Annie. Annie. Eddie and Annie. So why do we then have this other relationship, which is Naomi Harris's character and um, Woody Harrelson? We didn't need that. I feel that like was the to f- explore how insane the, the traditional marriage device is. And, and, I'm, I'm, and from your mm. point of view, from what you're saying it's about, I get that. But from, my, from a structural point of view, in terms of just... For for me, the big question in this was: Can Eddie coexist with with Venom? 
And I don't know that we needed Carnage and Shriek to do that. I don't know that we ever needed them in this film. It should have been more about him and just struggling to do journalist things would have been enough, really. Yeah, just trying to get along. But I understand they needed a big villain to do yeah. stuff. But wouldn't and, it have been and... nice for Marvel to go, you know what, we don't actually need to do the big CGI thing. We can just have our main character and he's, and he's got this internal, well, slightly internal well, struggle going on. I think, I think it's okay to have Carnage in it, but... They could have focused more on those everyday things and and mm. so on, and, and it would have been you know a buddy cop fun film when they ha- they've got to come up against a big bad guy at the end. Yeah. And, and I think that's another thing is tonally they go for that fun stuff, but then there are also sequences of of quite severe violence. Mm. So you can't yeah. battle. You can't do the fun kind of stuff that they do was sometimes. This, was this what was this rated? I don't know. That, I, I think, think it was it's MA probably. I just really? got to be. I don't really. I, I think it was I, only M. Did I see any gore? I don't think I saw any. There gore. was one f bomb, which usually typically is reserved for M films yeah. with the occasional yeah. PG. But this film is actually quite short. It yeah. is for, for the amount of yeah. setup. What I feel like is probably a missing second act. Yeah, and just there was. There's a no, lot. Of, I felt like there was a second act there. I think a lot of stuff got chopped out of this. Mm. Um, like, like I wouldn't be surprised. I reckon if this was a two two and a half hour film with some of that stuff fleshed out. I reckon it could have been a lot better. I'm not saying it's a terrible no, film. Well, it, I, I just think it could have, you know, fleshed things out a bit. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't know where about it, but it's it was really it was definitely not true. But w- before this came out, I read that this movie only went for 75 minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. just completely incorrect. And I started spreading that around, thinking it was true. <laughs> yeah, you told me about I don't that. know how journalism works. Um, <laughs> uh, I then, heard this somewhere. I'm going to tell everyone about it. And then the, the second official, source, nah. <laughs> and then the official runtime was released, which is 95 minutes. I Something think. Something like that. Uh, and I, 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 you probably could have taken what 20 minutes out of it and have it be <laughs> inconsequential. No, they yeah. need. They needed more. Like they needed. Like apparently, Carnage. Like, and we're probably offending aficionados of Marvel Comics and so on. Mm. Yeah, Carnage is meant to be one of these big bad guys, like one of like, hyper-violent because yeah, I mean, um, Cletus, well, whatever his name is, a hyper-violent mm-hmm, dude. Yeah. And, well, he shoves a tentacle thing down a guard's throat who doesn't deserve it. No. He says, I want to go home to my family or something. Well, he? he's driving along and like they have this agreement, Cletus and Carnage, mm-hmm. like they're talking to each other like Venom and Eddie can. And they're having an agreement about what they're going to do next. And like, all right, we agreed what we're going to do. And then he just grabs a random car on the bridge and throws it off. Yeah. Yeah, sure. They're doing these little things to go, look how bad this guy is. <laughs> but there are better ways of doing it. I was like, well, what's... Oh. Uh, yeah, I think if... You're right. I reckon a lot of comic book aficionados are probably going to be like, you know, you've got a, you've got a, va- a Venom movie here. Why not go like full out uh, with, with the gore, with the violence and all that? Really, really sort of yeah. ham them up. I don't think Woody Harrelson really, really understood that there was a really fantastic opportunity to be weirder. I was very unimpressed by Woody yeah. Harrelson because he's a great actor, don't get me wrong, and I've seen him do some really good roles, but this was definitely not one of his best performances. Did he, I mean, did he watch the first one and go, oh, I was in it for like five minutes. I could probably, I was pretty restrained here. Let's let's go weirder for the second film. I, I feel like there was a bit of a lack of direction with the actors. I wonder oh, if Oh, no, I think Tom, was... Tom Hardy was fantastic. No, 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 no. I, I agree. Tom Hardy was great. Everything around that was 
a bit lame. Like the exposition and yeah. the, mm. you know, the dialogue was just like, we have to go over here. That is, I do not agree with that. Yeah. And, and just like, uh, it's a bit it's disappointing. A bit on the nose. Like, because I saw a film directed by Andy Serkis called Breathe, which, funnily enough, has the other favorite Spider Man, Andrew Garfield, in it. But um, this, this is a drama that was about, um, I forget the guy's name, I think it's Cavendish. He has polio, I think, and he gets he gets paralyzed and he has to invent the motorized wheelchair with track which has a life support in it and all that kind of thing. It was the first in the world. That is an absolutely stunningly nuanced and beautiful mm. film. Mm. And Andy Serkis directed that. So he's clearly got the ability to, to direct a really well laid out, just, you know, just a good film. Mm. And then much like you were saying about this one, Alex, I agree, it felt undercooked and messy. I really and- feel like once you put Andy Serkis's name to something as well, you go... All right, so what's he going to do in terms of motion capture? And this is the perfect film to sort of yeah, I don't ask know. that question I, of. I, I don't want to fault the CGI in this. But I feel like... You I know, thought everything was really good. If you've got Andy yeah. Serkis there, I reckon you can go you can go bigger. You could go bigger. You can, mm. you can really push the limits of this technology. Instead, we didn't really get much more than we probably saw in the first Venom film. Yeah. Mm. I, it's funny, really, because Andy Serkis obviously having played Gollum, I would have thought he would have been able to bring a better visual representation of duality yeah. to this film. I and mean, I know he didn't direct Lord of the Rings, obviously. I know he was um, assistant director on the Hobbit films. He's obviously very smart person. He's he's a great actor, and he's done all these great sort of roles, especially with heavy digital effects. I thought he, I don't know, I just expected more polish from him to mm-hmm. be honest. When I heard he was directing this film, I thought that's fantastic. This is going to be really good. It's going to all the CGI is going to feel really real and weighted. But it didn't. It felt just loose and undercooked. Mm-hmm. And did you watch the the mid credit scene <sighs> of this film? Yeah, I did. Now let's let's frame this. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Well, uh, Does anyone care? Uh, <laughs> that's I, I, another I, question. I, mean. <laughs> I think I think we can talk about the mid credit scene that appears in this, and it doesn't spoil the film itself. That's true. Now that's we true. B- before we get to that, let's. Uh, so we were talking about the plot. They have a fight of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the film happens. Okay. They, they throw some CGI at each other. Lots of CGI, big battle, stuff happens, yada, yada, yada. I did like the soundtrack during the, the end there. I thought, um, I forget the um, composer's name. He's done, he did A Quiet Place. He did Logan, a few other films. Oh. Um, but oh. Um, the soundtrack was quite good in this. Sorry, I just, sorry, I just had to I said around, Did Danny Elfman do some of the... Fifty Shades of Grey films. I don't. I don't. Sorry, I just had a thought about composers, <laughs> and that popped into my head. Wow. Um, and yes, there's a mid credits scene. Now, if you don't want to know what the mid credits scene is, uh, stop. Stop. Stop listening. But then come back. Or yeah. I think it's on YouTube already. Probably. Uh, yeah, know. it is getting around YouTube. It it's is. It's probably one of those things that's been released, so you could probably watch it there. I mean, you're going to see it anyway when the film comes out. It's probably more talked about than the film itself. I would. Technically, imagine. this film's been out for about two months in the states as well. So. Oh I mean, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was delayed a fair bit here in the in 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 Oz. Yes. Yeah. Much okay. like a Bond film in June. Yes. That's okay. We we just have mm. to do what we have to do. It was Danny Elfman did Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow, from Batman, Beetlejuice to that. There you go. Huh. All right. we get Justice League. Maybe we should do... He also did the original, um, the Josh Whedon Justice League, yes. Maybe we should do the trilogy of Fifty Shades films. (laughs) Sorry, anyway. um, (laughs) uh, Steve, now, mid-credits. Okay, spoiler... Yeah. Uh, Could you give us a spoiler warning in um, Venom's voice? Uh, Spoiler warning. 
<laughs> it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. Now that you're bleeding from your throat, <laughs> tell it. <laughs> uh, so, so we get a mid-credits. This is very Marvel. It's always like, oh, is the Marvel going to give us a mid-credits or angry? Oh, yeah. Now we have to hang around and sit in this theatre yeah, for another twenty waste minutes. More of our life just waiting. Uh, yeah, mid-credits. Badly. In the- <laughs> you go. Yeah, speak. Uh, so, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom uh, on holiday. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're on holiday. Smells of a reshoot, by the way. With it this. does. It definitely does. Uh, they're sitting in a in a really dank hotel room, um, and uh, Venom's talking about his genealogy. I thought they were on the beach. No. Oh wait. No, the, it does start off. On the the beach. film ends and they're on the beach. No, it's, it, yeah, it ends on their beach. Yes. And then and then it picks up there inside the hotel room, yes. which only makes it smell more of a reshoot. Okay. <laughs> yes. Go on. Um, and they're watching TV, and all of a sudden, like this big shimmer sort of happens throughout well, no, the scene. Well, they're, they're talking. No, 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 no. There's a bit more to it than that. There's. That Venom's talking about the symbiotic nature of his species yes. and that they are a hive mind mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. billions of years of knowledge and each of them has access to it. Yes. And Eddie Brock's like, I don't believe you. And then um, Venom's like, <laughs> well, I'm going to show you just a little bit. Just see what I can do. Just see what I can do. I love okay, things that I know. And then Eddie's like, oh, yeah, sure. Show me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you like James Stewart. Was that Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 you should really. I, I, show me. Show me yeah, the things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know the knowledge. <laughs> Man's trying to kill me. Um, <laughs> That's when there's a shimmer and, in the room. And then, and then, and then, oh my God. and then Venom's like, "Here we go!" And then gives him like a touch of the knowledge that he has. And then, then you're right. There's this big, bright shimmer, of so, and they're like, "What? What just happened?" My reading of that scene was Venom is about to give him that that sort of that little touch of knowledge, but before he could, that's when the little shimmer happened. I have a different theory. Okay. Uh, so we we see in this now that when they look at the TV, we see the current Spider-Man mm-hmm. in Tom Holland. Tom Holland, he's on the screen, and then and then Venom licks the screen. Yeah, does he think it's Tobey Maguire or someone that he's looking? Well, at? I think that he, here is my theory: mm. is that Venom was about to give Eddie the knowledge, and because it's like a universal symbiotic thing, that he has mm-hmm. like Wi-Fi connections to like his other mm-hmm. bits and pieces, mm-hmm. and that. Knowledge has gone out to the universe to come back and Doctor Strange is doing this messed up spell at the time and that that has forced the people that Spider-Man has faced in the past into that universe. Mm-hmm. Then Venom doesn't know who this Spider-Man is but he's got a, he's got a taste for it because okay. the Spider-Man, in, the Venom in Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, mm. that Venom has the symbiotic connection. Therefore, this Venom has an understanding of all the universes because they have an understanding of all the universes and they've been sucked into it because this universe now, because in, we see in the trailer for Spider-Man, Far From No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home, Far From, yeah, from No Way Home is that the spell is that he wants to get rid of any... or he wants people to forget who he is, who Spider-Man is. He doesn't want them to know his real name. And But a byproduct of that is the villains that know who Spider-Man is or who have fought him are all getting sucked into this one universe mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they've just been sucked into the Tom Holland I like this MCU. theory. I like this theory. I do. Yeah. Whether it's true or not. I don't know. Okay. Because no, like cause the scene finishes with another guy going, what are you doing in my room? And he just sits there and he's like, I, 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 
And that's basically, I think, that's, that's, you, how, that's how they conclude Will the you film, do so. Men in Black there again? <laughs> no, I won't. No, don't get me. I'll, no, I, that, that's, that's, that's a rabbit hole I don't want to fall into. Fair enough. No, I, I like that theory. Um, yeah. It's funny, really, because I didn't care until I heard you say that. <laughs> and that theory has kind of made me like, yeah, that was that is a cool theory. So, well done. You, you've taught me around on that one. Well, so, so the question is, will we see Venom in the Tom Holland universe? Will we see it in the... Like, we probably won't see it in the, in the No Far From Home place thingy. Well, we might do. That's coming out. Who knows? Um, but maybe we'll see him in the next three films after this. But, I mean, just Is Tom Holland it... really doing three more after this? Yeah. So, oh he's going to have to have done God. six of them. Yep. The guy's going to be in a wheelchair and Sony's going to be like, guess what, Tom? It's time <laughs> to do another film. He's like, I don't want to do another he's, film. He's like 24. Well, he's not in his 40s. Uh, well, you know. Look, good on him. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's he's a great he's, he is a good actor, and you know, fine, whatever. If the Marvel machine wants to keep turning, and you know, and all these independent films just get washed over, then yeah, let's just keep doing it. The and Star Wars machine wants to keep turning. The Lord of the Rings machine wants to keep turning. Well, that's They're only in machi- TV. They're all machines that want to keep turning. There's all. What did I watch the other day that was really good to be made? You know what the first franchise franchise to figure this out? It was the Alien franchise. Right. Yeah, look how well that went. Yes. We're talking like Alien v Predator and Alien that, Three and Alien Resurrection. Yeah, all that nonsense. I do like you, Nostromo. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I'm just. I was so excited by our Alien episode. I'm wearing an, an Alien themed hat at the moment. <laughs> so Nostromo I, hat. I like to think that you did that for the benefit of our listeners who just can't see well, the hat that you're we wearing. We all know that I love making visual gags on this audio medium, mm. and um, I think uh, what will I do next week is the question. What will you not be able to see? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bring in his whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked it all out, guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's funny, really. Though, like seriously, I, I'm so over superhero films that when I got to that mid credit scene, I knew that I should have been excited. But my response was much like Eddie Brock's, was just like whatever. Like it's just yeah. gonna keep going. But I have to admit that theory was kind of cool. With this film, this this is a good popcorn movie. Yeah, if, yeah for if, sure. If you want to mm-hmm. go and see a film and not think about it, just watch some CGI monsters having a tiff. <laughs> see some uh, some some really good scenes between Eddie and Venom. I yeah. think they're fantastic. The choreography of them fighting in the in their apartment is really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I do like that. I really enjoyed that. The trailer talked about going, "Oh, it's a red one." And then we don't really see why a red one is particularly bad. Yeah, he's big, but okay. You know, it's if you got a bowl of popcorn. Oh, he was and- talking about Cletus Cassidy in that one, not not Carnage. <sighs> Venom doesn't like Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sure. Okay. That, that's another wild theory that you're bringing out there, Steve. That's just reading into the subtext, Alex. <laughs> I think you need to leave subtext alone. <laughs> I might put a rule on you and, and is, making film theories about subtext is, and sexuality. Is this because of the kind of party that Venom goes to? Is that what you're reading into? I'm not attacking your I mean, view, there's right? a lot of there's a lot of like key dialogue scenes in that particular party scene that really do point to it. I'm not I'm not even He does like, have the glowing he, hula hoops around his No, neck, well he gets up he? in front of the audience and he speaks like there's a good reason why the crowd cheer after he's finished speaking. True, true. It's because he's speaking as if Eddie Brock is his "Quote unquote partner." <laughs> it's a, it, I, look. To be fair, I've just realised what is that a female character comes up to him and goes, "I love your suit," and he's like, "Not my type." 
Exactly. Yeah. Oh did my tell lord. You? Yeah, yeah. I did, okay. I did, I did Go back think and that was weird. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought that's because of her mask. He thought she was another alien. Possibly. That is also. Yeah. That, that's, well, okay. So, so Matt, to you and me, yeah. that's what the context of that is. Is that, like, that's what I read. It as. It's just like he thought. Oh, that's another alien, but that's the wrong I'm kind not, of alien. Yeah. Not for interested. Me. Yeah. But Steve's like, yeah. he's gay. Yeah. All right. Also, okay. Big theory this week: <laughs> Venom is gay. Also, live in San Francisco. <laughs> Wow, I mean, yeah, all right, cool. There's a lot of like oh, fluoro. Please go rewatch it with that in mind. It's about it's about a. It might make it a lot more fun. It's about a. Bisexual... <laughs> I don't mean that in a derogatory yeah, like... way. I just mean it might make it more interesting. It's about a bisexual coming to terms with his identity, <laughs> and and his fast food addiction. Maybe I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't get depressed and you know eats a lot of potato no. tops? But again, that was the best bit of the movie when Venom's trying to chew him up and he's making him this food. It's just so. It's just like it's slapstick. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, there's a lot of good slapstick in this. Um, um, other supporting characters was is it Mia the wife? No, My, A- Annie. Annie is the wife. Annie, um, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Williams. Yeah. And her new fiance. Yeah. Was he in the first one? He was. Yeah, I, think I don't. He is. I do not remember yeah. him. But okay. I thought the fiance was quite good. I like, thought that whole dynamic there between Andy Brock, Venom, Annie, and 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 the new well, husband was was pretty great. Well, it's good because like they they had this sort of setup to go. Oh, will she get back with the guy? But it's like, no, the guy <laughs> that she's actually with now is a really good guy yeah. and validates being yeah. Yeah. her being with him. It's like, I, I well, like they didn't do the whole kind of, oh, he's like, she she doesn't deserve him, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, no, they he actually, her, rather. those two actually work really well together and, yeah. and they and they stay with each other. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go back to the big bad boy. <laughs> Eddie know. Brocker learns to let go of her and, and, and embrace a little bit more of himself. Yeah, and they go on a nice little romantic holiday together. They do. Yeah, they <laughs> well, do. I, I people did. won't judge them, and they and they watch some TV and just they get they get down to basics and just you know they talk about their feelings. Mm. Yeah, they know. do. Yeah, I did. I did like the visual that appeared that does appear in the trailer and certainly appears in the film is that Eddie wears Venom like a suit, like it is a symbiotic. Mm. They work together. Yeah. Whereas well with carnage and cletus is that he's he morphs into him yeah it takes over it's not a two-person mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. now and i thought that was you know a nice touch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a nice theme that was able to be visually represented mm. i'm just i'm thinking of morphs i'm gonna start i'm gonna write an essay about this <laughs> please do got a I lot, of, got a lot i think a lot of things to talk about sure with <laughs> i'm Venom, sorry that i didn't be carnage I apologize that I didn't read into any of it. This is the next call me by your name. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, I know this of is the next the film. Brokeback Mountain. Uh, is it though? I mean, I feel like those films are about different things. Uh, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Maybe Uncle Frank. Uh, it's another, it's new Uncle Frank. New Uncle Frank. Yeah. <sighs> But Uncle Frank was a very good film. Yeah, Uncle really Frank was a fantastic film. They're not going on a road trip or anything. In they this. do at the end. They do at the end. Oh, they, they go do. to a beach. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about it. In Uncle Frank, oh, okay, <laughs> the partner has to come to get, come to terms with Paul De- Bettany. He's like, he's, he's, a, he's a violent drunk. He's a drunk. He's all that sort of thing. And in this one, you know, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock's going to come to terms with the fact that Venom is... Likes to eat human brains. Likes to eat human brains and is pretty violent himself. Why does he have to eat just human brains? Why? Because uh, it's good for him. It's just good. No, there's there's a chemical that's only present in human brains okay, and yes. chocolate. Philomethanin. Oh, cool. It's actually a real thing. I, well, according to the film, it is. Yeah, right. 
And also, and I think he takes on like the, the memories of the brains as well a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah and, and he takes on the traits, as we learned in Spider-Man 3, is that, you know, the symbiote, you know, amplifies mm-hmm. the things that are going on. And right. that's why a lot of the things that appear in Spider-Man 3, the, yes, they're cheesy scenes, but they make sense. I think I need to rewatch Spider-Man 3 because um, Spider should Spider-Man <laughs> free. Spider-Man free. <laughs> I did that the other day when I said immerse. Um <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I need to rewatch Spider-Man 3 because I haven't watched that for years. I remember the first time I watched it as a kid, I remember liking it. Mm. Well, you know, you, we're going to get probably get more Spider-Man in this in oh, this yeah. Venom Venom universe. In about a week time we'll get more Spider-Man. <sighs> so much Spider-Man. I can't wait to see Andrew Garfield back in the suit. He won't be there. <laughs> you better be. Yes, be there busy. is a theory that these other Spider-Men will appear. Yeah. Which Steve, you believe won't happen i don't think it will mm. well we'll find out when we do an episode on mm-hmm. far from the Happy home to be of wrong. spider-man Happy Happy to, be, uh, well yeah. you know who knows but i don't think they'll be there it'll it, yeah <laughs> all right let's wrap all shall right. we Let, okay. let's wrap this up mm-hmm. with for what a film that we thought we we're going to talk about 20 minutes about steve you really threw in some metaphorical I did, didn't I? <laughs> you know <laughs> no, concepts for us to consider yeah. And for that, we thank you. That's good. It's out always of, good to challenge our views. Out know. of five glow sticks, then? Sure. Glow stick necklaces. Yeah. Bells. 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 Uh, oh, bells. Yes. Yeah. Uh, five, five, <laughs> five glow sticks. That's what you want to do. Or um, Yeah, glow sticks is pretty good. Chocolate bars. Chocolate bars is good. Yeah. Uh, nah, glow, let's just go glow sticks. That makes sense. Okay. Matt, go first. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> look, I, I don't think it's any secret. I'm so over superhero films. Oh, yeah. um, and, and that's not to say that it means I'm going to walk into any superhero film and, and say it's bad. For example, when we did um, Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. I went in that expecting to hate it. And I know that if you you know listen to the episode, I was still very mixed about it. But I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So I'm not going in deliberately trying to hate these movies now. I'm, I'm just a bit tired of them. And this one, because it felt so messy and so just... Just not the degree of polish or, or or directorial skill and talent that I know Andy Serkis is capable of. I was definitely disappointed in it because I expected a better film from him and from um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's great, but I thought I just thought they could have done better. Um, so I'm really kind of eh about going to see Spider Man and any other superhero film for the for a time being. I need a break from them. And this one, unfortunately, didn't help the way I felt about them as a genre. So I'm going to give it. A, uh, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. I I'm going to go two and a half mm. because it was. I think it was just not. I think we're so used to the Marvel films and and their styles, and this was almost that, but not quite there. It's a different company, and I feel like there are weird things going on there, and. I really feel like Andy Serkis probably could have done this a lot better if he was given more power to control it. And I don't think he was given that. But I also suspect that there might be a two-hour cut out there where things are allowed to breathe a bit more because there's a lot of odd cuts in this where things yeah. – and then there's somewhere else or something else just happens. It's like, oh, okay. The fight sequences were cool. CGI was cool. I love the scenes of of the two of them just hanging out and talking together. I was a bit – confused by the motivations of a serial killer who just wants to be friends <laughs> like, yeah that confused me as well uh, yeah so I, I i think i wanted to give i wanted this to be a three and a half four out of five film but it ended up being only about two and a half for me yeah mm-hmm. steve steve uh it's going to be a three from me <laughs> uh you sound so three. close to burping uh i was burping 
I can't do it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three for me. I really, I really enjoyed it. I really, really, I sort of went and saw it at cinema and, 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 and sat down and had a real good cinema experience and just, yeah, chuckled the way through. Um, I think it's, it's, it's very silly mm. and I think it's a good movie because it's silly. I think if it wanted to be a great film, it needed to get weird and it didn't get uh-huh. weird enough. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, a three for me. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good. You're bored on a Sunday afternoon, sit down and watch it. It's very harmless. Yep. It's good. Well, it's still in cinemas for a while, isn't it? I believe it so, is, yes. Yeah. But the rate that things come out streaming so quickly these days, is and it's streaming. Um, well, if uh, things go well, um, I mean, we've only just seen the new Bond film, but my Blu-ray copy from the US should arrive within the next few weeks. And that just Are you serious? Hi- yeah, and that just highlights the the, the silliness of, of how many, of, of the space between releases in different territories mm-hmm. at the moment is we can see a film that comes out and then a month later in a different territory, you can buy an unregion locked disc. Oh, I was, I was about to ask you because that's going to be <clears> yeah. like NTSC or no, something, it's, isn't it's it? It's all regions that will ship to Australia quite legally. So I've done nothing wrong and I can own that film on disc while the film's still in the cinemas here. I don't get that. That's but anyway, very strange. They've done that to themselves, mm. I think. Yeah. You've done that yourself. You've done that yourself. I think June's going to be a similar story, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, mm. it's starting to equalise again. I would imagine by next year, like when Jurassic World, your, mm. your Top Guns are coming yeah. out next year, they'll be lined up probably. And then, yeah, like Spider-Man is coming out at the same time as everyone else. Oh, that's is, good. Which is fine. Uh, and I think, yeah, all the Boxing Day releases are sort of in line with the rest of the world, which is, you know, it's good. Everything's maybe returning to normal. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that yet. I don't know what novel means. <laughs> Do you need to go to a party with glow sticks and find yourself? <laughs> I just came from there. Oh, I, don't, right. I don't know what you're talking about. If you haven't seen the film yet, that probably makes no sense whatsoever. I am I am blown away with how long we've actually spoken yeah. for. Wow. So we're going to have to wrap this up <laughs> because our audience have dinner to make or breakfast to make or a bus to get off of. So mm. let's... <laughs> the bus driver, please get off the bus. <laughs> I'm still listening to the podcast. <laughs> not that you need to be on the bus to listen to podcasts. You can still listen to it afterwards. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Hey, we've been the Trailer Island Podcast and <laughs> we've loved having you part of part of our family. Um, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts on all the different platforms. Reach out to us, contact at trailerisland.com.au. Was Steve's theory correct? Do you want him to send you his f- finalised paper? Please, Do please. reach out. Send us a message on our Facebook page and all of that as well. Um, I've been Alex. I was joined by... Steve! <laughs> Come on, Matt. Do it. <sighs> Matthew, I'm not going to... Just press your chin, chin in your chest. I'm, and you could just I, I'm not even going to attempt it. I know that I will not be able to get that. You could just sing it. Matthew. I'm Matthew. only a little fellow. Hang on. Wait, I got it. There, there it is. <laughs> I finally like, found the voice. No, you sound like the trailer guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's that? Is that good? Say, in a world. In a world. Oh, well, there it is, yeah. Everything's changed. Too many Spider-Men. I'd go see that movie. <laughs> oh, and we've lost him. Oh, that really hurt. Uh, I'm also available for voiceover work if required. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy did the voice of Venom, just by the way. Just yeah, in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. We've been the Trailer Podcast. Thanks for listening. Love you very much. Good night, everybody. Smooches. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. This has been the best episode of Trailer Island. Oh, yeah. This is a Narrative Network podcast.